Hey, I'm Lay. And I'm Alex. And this is Mommy Glasses. Where we talk all things real, raw, and unplugged. Letting all moms know you're not alone out there. So this will be episode 7. That's what we're going to go with because episode 6 and the original 7 was kind of mixed up because of um, some technical difficulties we were having. So in this segment we are actually talking about, we are touching base on um, the postpartum and kind of you know, that whole thing of getting that validation from our husbands and the people around us. Um, This is Lay speaking, and I have actually been suffering with some postpartum depression and not really feeling like myself. Um, If you follow us on Instagram, which you really should, it's at mommyglasses underscore on Instagram. Um, I did mention in the stories that I was feeling down. So since the conversation was so juicy, we just kind of jumped into it. And this is what happened. Who to make her want to kiss you? Wow, he's bold. I mean, we're very honest with each other. Like, the summer that I wasn't with him, he was like, um, yeah, some girl wanted to have sex and I didn't want to have sex with her. What? And I was, we're very honest with each other. <laughs> So what if you wanted to have sex with her? What would have happened? I mean, we weren't together. You were not together. No. Well, I guess that's different, though. I mean, we weren't together for one month. We weren't together for the month of July. We were together for May and June and got back together in August, but we weren't together for July. And he was devastated. I was having sex with other people. And I told him that. Oh, no, there's there's nothing that I would ever say now that Chris doesn't know. Ever. Like, but I would say, like, Chris has been to the strip club numerous times in our marriage without me. With a bunch of guys. Yeah, Chris has been to the strip club multiple times in our marriage. There's no strip clubs I don't care. Some people care. Really? A lot. Some people, yeah. I don't see the big deal. Well... This is where I see the big deal. On guys' nights, whatever you do. Because our money filters to the same account. Mm -hmm. So it's our money. There's no your money or my money. Mm -hmm. It's our money. Mm -hmm. I would never spend our money out at a girls' night buying drinks for a dude. (laughs) So you better fucking not be buying drinks for a chick with our money while you're out. And that is it absolutely no. First of all, you shouldn't be buying other chicks drinks to begin with because I feel like when you buy chicks drinks that alter all it automatically means like oh, you know, like I've denied guys at the bar drinks even when I was single because I was like I don't feel like being entitled to you. That was a radio hands. question. Is it okay? For your guy to buy another girl drink and then, like, vice versa, like, you know, if you wanted to buy a guy a drink. Or is it okay for you to accept a drink knowing that you're in a relationship? Is that considered cheating? I don't think it's considered cheating at all. Would you accept a drink? It would depend. It would depend. Like, if a guy, like, if I'm out with girls and a guy was like, oh, I'll buy you all a round of drinks. Yeah, like, fucking, like, you just bought five of us drinks. Yeah, sure. Like, But if he was like, I want to buy you specifically, Alex, I want to buy you a drink. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Well, of course he wouldn't say Alex, but, you know, like, I want to buy you a drink. No, no, I'm good. Why? 
because I don't want you to feel like there's a different message here. Mm. Or if he's like, nah, this is a really cool conversation. Not that I would get, I don't know. Like, I, I just do not, and I've had Chris's guy friends stick up for him, because you know they all know this code, whether it's true or not. Oh, God, no, Chris would never, Chris does not buy drinks out at the bar for other chicks. And I know Chris does, I mean, but also, I've watched Chris's behavior, because Chris's behavior is the same, on multiple levels. Right. He's the same. Um, But I know, because if we're out together, we've been out multiple times, all the time together, and Chris will go dance with other girls. He thinks it's hilarious. And I'm like... If you think it's so hilarious, go for it. He'll be like, watch this. They love when I call him Beyonce. What? Go for it. (laughs) Fucking call him Beyonce. Like, it's almost like a game. I'm like, yeah, let's see. I'll watch you. And there's no difference. Like, his behavior is the same. Same for me. Like, if we're out and we're dancing together or not dancing together or whatever, like, if a guy comes up to me to dance, I maybe may entertain you for a hot second. But my husband is watching the entire time. Like, there's no not, like, Chris and I are extremely transparent, so there's never, like, Dale doesn't even like to see other guys look in my direction. Oh, Chris doesn't care. Dale does. If, um, I'm dressed too sexy, like, that that type of stuff can be a problem. I don't think I've ever dressed too sexy for Chris to say anything. Well, at this point, I don't feel like I'm... <laughs> very sexy and I think that's why I get so insecure Mm -hmm. because I don't feel sexy like I don't look in the mirror and say oh yeah hell I'll I'll screw me you know (laughs) like I don't feel like that I used to I used to have so much confidence it was not even funny like I would look in the mirror and be like yes bitch go Uh you know like I had so much confidence but like I don't know. Recently, I don't know if it's because of the kids. I don't like. I honestly don't know where it came from. But I have been feeling like eh, I'd pass on me. Like no thanks, not her. What? Yeah. Like I've been feeling like no. I, I. So I feel like if I feel that way about myself. Yeah. It's like I've always been taught like you know. You love yourself, other people will love you. Like, yeah. how can someone else love you if you don't love yourself, right? Well, if I'm not feeling myself, how are you going to feel me? Like, if I don't find me sexy, how do you find me sexy? Because there's qualities that people love about you that you may not. Like, Chris loves me for me, even though I may pick on myself. Like, I'm harder. I am the hardest person on myself. Nobody will be harder on me than I am on me. And I feel like that's a lot of people too, right? Like, I may have pimples. I may have breakouts. My skin may not be perfect. But Chris still loves me. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my skin is, like, breaking out. Like, I'm ovulating or I have my period or something, right? Mm -hmm. Chris still loves me. Just if Chris had a pimple, I still love Chris regardless of the goddamn pimple. Like... Even, like, right now, we have a mom and dad If I saw the pimple, I'd be like, can I pop it? Same, but he doesn't want me to, and I've learned, like, I have learned to respect the way he wants to be loved, and he has learned the way and the respect that I want to be loved, and I think that's just being aware of yourself and others, but, like, he hates if I go, hey, can I pop your pimple? Because I want to pop the pimple. Especially if it's white. (laughs) Dale hates that. Like, when it, I'm like, it's white and it's ready. Right. 
If he falls asleep, I'm popping him. Well, Chris, he, yeah. He's like, no. And I learned to respect that. I'm like, okay, I have to, he hates that. But like, Chris and I used to work out all the time together. We used to wake up on a Saturday and go work out for two hours. We used to prior to kids? Yeah. We used to like have a boxing gym membership. We used to go to the same box. We used to do so much together like on an activity level that we don't do anymore. And we don't have the same bodies. But because we're fatter and not in shape doesn't mean that I love him any less. It's almost like I love you more because you got a little more love inside of you. Yeah, a little more loving to loving. Yeah, and, like, I almost feel like if he was ripped to the max, I'd be like, oh, God, what chick is going to try and come after him now? I feel like a lot of the times it's all this. Like, the face area. Because, like, when, like, prior to us, um, like, prior to me meeting you, prior to me meeting Chris. Yeah. Like, Dale would talk about him. Because, Mm -hmm. of course, like, they, they had that stupid chat group yeah and so I'd be like well like this is when I thought Chris was Christina that's funny so um he would tell me about when he I finally saw like a picture of Chris I was like okay I could see why like the chicks would like go after him Mm -hmm. like um like he has like the whole curly hair and yeah all that stuff so like I think even if he had a couple of pounds he'd still be good He's got a couple of pounds. But he doesn't look fat. No, he's he's not. No, he's very, like, muscular. He's got a big build. Like, even if he had rolls, I think the way the rest of his body is structured, you really can't tell when he's dressed. No, I but the you only know person that would be able to tell is you. I fell in love with him when he was a fucking fat boy. And I have no problem saying that. And he knows this. Because he knows this. You can laugh. He knows it. Like, that's how I knew that, like, something was different. It's his personality. Was it prior to him where they ripped? I mean, he was in shape, like... No, no, not him. Like, the others. Like, the other guys I've dated? Yeah, prior to Chris. Chris is the biggest boy I've dated. Really? Oh, yeah. What was the build that you liked before? They were, um... Like, tall, skinny, tall, thinner, lean, lean, or extremely, like, ripped and muscular. Every guy I've ever dated has been athletic. They've all been athletes. Same. You know what? I honestly think it is. I think it's like, those are the fun ones. And then when you're ready to settle down, that's when you start looking past those qualities. But I didn't look, like, I, deep down, my whole life, I wanted a basketball player. And not a basketball player that was, like, because I've dated basketball Doesn't players. Doesn't Chris play basketball? He's phenomenal, yeah. he He's played professional. He's gone to college on a D1 scholarship. Like, he was the whole person I was looking for all of this time. And it wasn't. But, there's no but. It wasn't. Can you say he looks different from what you were like, but, oh, his build. Like, when I met him, he was a big boy. He was. He what was out mean? of shape. <laughs> what do you mean a big boy? 250 pounds is a big boy was to me. Was he chunky? Yeah, he was a fat boy, yes. That's interesting. He dropped 50 pounds. Him and I went through this whole, like, you need to get your life back together, dude. And he dropped 50 fucking pounds. That's crazy. Yes. So the fact that I fell in love with him when he was his biggest, he better know that I am truly in love with, like, him and his personality. I mean, he's taught me so many things, mm-hmm. um, and I taught myself. 
Well, you do say that y'all are soulmates. So I think when your souls are connected, that that plays a big part in being able to look past yeah. all of the things that if it was someone else, like if it was one of those other dudes, you would have probably been like, yeah, nah. No, because I had I had guys coming after me literally in the first year. that In the first two months that Chris and I met each other, I had at least three or four other dudes in my bed. Literally. And I told Chris, I said, I hope you're not, I hope we're not, like, I hope you're sleeping with other people, because I am. Like, I had pushed Chris away for other guys to come over. Literally. I had people drive from fucking Florida to Virginia to have sex with me. That's a long drive. It's a long just fucking for, drive. Just like, for some ass. I had, I was a wanted chick, lay, And I. Florida? You, yes. I'm sorry, I'd be in Florida, like, I don't want you that bad. No, like, it's my person, like. Obviously, I am a good-looking chick, but it's the person... Like, I have had so many people in my past that have been so attracted to the personality, to the comp, to the athlete, and, you know, we've grown up together, and so, yeah, I've had people... I had somebody come back from fucking California and try and propose to me, and I was like, nope, no thank you. It was an ex, Mm -hmm. but he came back afterwards and was like, okay, I'm ready to get married now, and I was like, no thank you. Okay, I'm ready to get married now. Anyway, point is, is that um, Chris was not like the others. Mm -hmm. And that's how I knew that something was different. Yeah. And this was going to go. Like, I remember the day that I was like, oh, oh, fuck. He's, like, going to be my husband. Like, I had this epiphany and I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And I tried to get rid of it. I was like, no, 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 he's definitely not going to be my husband. Like, no, no. Nope, he's my husband, and and it's awesome. Like he's amazing on so many levels. So the fact that we don't have the same bodies anymore, but that we still are very com- he's a very confident person. I'm a very confident person, and you could constantly wonder, well, how come you don't have people flocking to you, right? Or how come you're not going after others? It's because we are dedicated to what we are developing. Like we wanted to have kids when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And he's kept his promise, and I've kept mine. So the fact that we're dedicated to ourselves and each other and our family and our goals, I mm-hmm. think, says a lot. Nobody would come close to me. Not on any level. You see level. that type of confidence? I don't have that. Why? I don't. I, I, here's the thing. I don't want to make it sound like I don't have confidence in my relationship. I, I do not question for a second whether or not Dale loves me. But I do believe that you can love someone and still cheat. I think that way... I think way, sex can just be a physical activity. I thought that way before marriage. Really? Why? What do you mean? Like, I mean, we've gone over this in other episodes. Like, I, like I could control, turn my emotions on and off. But Chris has full, like, I'm fully dedicated in every way to my emotions. And, like, there's no way. There's no way. I and think if, that's why I'm so insecure. But there's a way to get over it. Like, insecurities don't last. Like, you can acknowledge it, accept it, fix it, and move on. And be like, okay. Because okay. I did it. I've done it in a year. So, these types of insecurities, how do I go about fixing them? You have to dig deep and find out what is the trigger. Like, what's the insecurity and what's the trigger? I know my body is a big one. Like what? Body after baby is no joke. No. Nothing yeah. looks the same. Nothing. Not even your vagina. I can't say the same because I've had C-sections. 
I'll see. Your, so yours looks the same. I've pushed twice. Yeah. And you know, I've had, like, Willow, my first, because um, when I was pregnant with her, her dad died during my pregnancy. Yeah. So from month three on until the time I gave birth, I could not, I didn't have sex with anyone. Yeah. So I was pretty, like, tightened up. Mm-hmm. So when she was coming out, she ripped me. And so they had the, you know, when, when they cut as opposed to when they, when you're ripped, yeah. like the, I guess the way they sew it is different. Mm. So I guess they had to fix whatever it was her big head did, but <laughs> yeah, she did like some damage. And I'm not saying like, I don't think vaginas are attractive. They're not cute like, by any they means. They look like triantula fangs. Like, yeah, they're not... They're not cute. But it's how it feels on the inside. Like, I remember Chris and I, when we first started dating, we would have sex, or he would want to have sex, like, all, and I was like, have him shaved, just so you know. And he was like, okay. And I was like, okay, just so you know. Like, some guys are like, you you know, like. I've never had a guy ask me about shaving. Well, I have. What? <laughs> how do you even bring that up? You're about to get some ass. Like, what? Because some people are vain. I don't know. So when I met Chris, I was like, just so you know, haven't shaved in two days. But also, I will never be a baby's bottom because I go with the way my hair grows, not against it. Because when you go against it, that's how you get ingrown hairs. Ah, I learned something new. So I was like, not doing it. I will get smooth as hell, but not a baby's bottom. And I don't need <laughs> to be a fucking baby's bottom. Actually, you know why you that's have weird. hair? It's because it's supposed to protect you against the friction. Because if you ever know, like, when skin rubs up against each other, you actually get, like, abrasion of your skin, right? Well, your pubic hair on both a male and a female are there to protect each other when you rub up against each other. That's interesting. Yeah. I was a bio major. <laughs> In case you wanted some biology. <laughs> that is interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I didn't understand why that was there. I thought it was to, like stop bacteria from getting inside because it, it doesn't just like grow at the top it like no, grows yeah. on the lips and everything yeah and I, don't, I think that's why i think it looks like a triantula i mean yeah they're not it's like cute the little, it's not the little fangs yeah and i can tell you my lips are are bigger than the normal chick's lips they are now prior to kids or now they've always been oh that's just your thing just how my anatomy is how do you know what other chicks lips look like i've been through some anatomy courses i was a bio Those major are books like you held at other people's like actual vaginas um no i can't say that i've actually looked at other chicks vaginas <laughs> i'm trying to think have i like in a locker room or something like i don't know i played sports i think the only other per other like human being is like my mom and my kids yeah well my mother has seen like she has seen me because I'm like I used to have a mole like down. I had it removed. Used to? Yeah, I had it removed. Why? It was in my shaving path, and I was, was like, "Was it one? It was because there's like the moles that are just the the color, like they're on your skin." No, it was literally like, a li it was lifted. It was lifted. It was like a half an inch, and it was like in my bikini line, and I was oh. like, "Gotta go." So I had it removed, but I had my mom look at it when I was younger because she's a nurse. And she was like, why are your lips so big? And I was like, <laughs> fuck, you made me. Like, shit, how the hell am I supposed to know? I don't know. 
So that's how I knew because she also had said something to me. Yeah, because she's probably seen other lips. Yeah, I mean, she's a nurse. Yeah. So I was like, thanks, Mom. That's cool. <laughs> uh, that's not going to rock my confidence at all because guys still fucking want it. I don't ever feel that way. Girl, you gotta seriously, like, you have to. You have got to literally step your game up on yourself and be like, I'm the fucking shit. Self-confidence. Yes. <sighs> I think it's so easy for me to tell other people to have that, and it's so easy for me to, like, like see another person and see their potential, but I have a very, very hard time seeing my own. You're beautiful. You have all these great things going for you. Thank you. I proclaimed myself as a boss. Nobody told me I was a boss. I was like, I'm a fucking boss. I always believe that when you say something enough, you believe it. It's true. Also, your behavior changes. Like, I compare my behavior and what I do to others in positions. And if I'm thinking on the same level as you or if I outthink you, then I deem myself my own title. Your own boss. You own everything. You have to. Who else is going to do it? If you think I'm waiting on the next person to give me a title, you're wrong. That is so great. I need to really work on that. Like, that. that is a huge thing that I need to work on. I don't know why I'm like, like, I used to have so much confidence. Like, so much. You couldn't tell me, like... If you told me I was ugly or I wasn't cute, I'd be like, bitch, you're lying. <laughs> like, you are lying. Who do, who are you trying to convince? But if you tell me that now, I'd be sitting there like, oh, yeah, you might be right. What? I feel like nobody, like, nobody's going to look my way. Like, that's, that's just how I feel. I feel like I'm... But if nobody, like, if nobody looks my way now, I'm like, thank you. Bye. I don't need you. Like... I would hate if I had men staring at me right now. I would feel violated, and I have felt that way. So after Kobe was probably three months, I went out to the club with some of my girlfriends, and I felt so violated, so violated. It was the weirdest thing. Like, up in a club with people pushing up against me when I have milk in my breasts, and I have a C-section scar, and I'm like, you don't even know I have two kids and a husband. <laughs> you don't know what's going on in here. You have no idea. <laughs> um, it was not cool. I had, I, I wasn't having fun. I was like, uh, this is not the right space for me. I'm not in a great place to be out with all these fucking college kids. Yeah. Like, you're violating me right now. The fact that, oh, ew, disgusting. The fact that boys were coming up, and I say boys because they were fucking boys, coming up to me and be like, hey... I'd be like, ew, back the fuck up and get away from me. You're disgusting. I have a husband and two kids. <laughs> it's like you almost want people to automatically know. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm like, I, I am married. What is wrong with you? On my forehead. Literally, that's how I felt. But, um, yeah. I felt, I don't know. I, my whole perspective has changed. I went out on my birthday. Well, a couple of days before my birthday with my best friend. And, um... It was the same situation. I felt so out of place. I was like, this. I used to live in this yeah. place. Like, I used to live in the clubs. I'd be like, what? Sleep? I'll sleep when I'm dead. Like, I used to party until the sun came up, and there was no problem. I would go, and I went out the, 
from oh my god i was like why would i voluntarily do this why would i come out and guys were looking at me trying to give me hugs like oh hey you want to buy a, want me to buy you a drink and i'm like no i'm good like whole time in my head i'm like oh you're the only one that drove like you drove yourself so you got to drive yourself home so uh, let's not get so drunk that you can't get back home yeah i was worried about like that's that's all i thought about was from the time I got there, all I thought about was getting home. Yeah. And I didn't feel confident in the way I looked because, like, even when I look back at, like, pictures, I'm like, ugh. Like, I have so much work to do. Like, you know I'm in the gym, like, really hard. I've yeah. been in really hard in the gym ever since, but like, you're November. But you like, you gotta look at, I think you gotta look at yourself in other ways, like, Every day you get up and you get your household together and you get the kids out to school and you're killing it. Like, you're getting groceries done and you're getting this done and you're helping your dad's dog. And you're doing all these things. Like, you have to look at that and not just look at appearance. You have to be like, wow, I'm a fucking boss. But you know, all those things that you list, I feel like those things don't get... I don't get any appreciation. Like, I feel like people... Like, my family, my loved ones, I feel like they look at me like, you know, that's what you should be doing. Like, that's what you're supposed like to be doing. Like, nah, bitch. Like, I shouldn't. Yeah, I live my own I, I feel like I don't get any type of, like, acknowledgement. Like, I feel bad when I feel tired. No. Like, because I'm like, oh. And I even feel like sometimes it's, like, I feel like because they think that because I'm home, I'm not doing anything. And I'm just chilling. And I'm just, you know, like waiting for you all to give me something to do and no it, Callie's it's, it's enough. exhausting yeah. and like it'll be like the end of the day and I'll be like oh my god I'm so tired I cannot wait to go to sleep and there'll be something else that needs to get done like the other day the living room needed to be clean and I'm just like all right I guess it's just me I guess I'll clean it because nobody else thinks that I that I'm just as tired as everybody else in this house right or like my my dad, I love my dad so much, and my dad will literally give me the clothes off of his back. Like he will do anything for me, but he's constantly like my dad lives thirty five to forty five minutes, depending on traffic, could be an hour away from me. Um, I live in Laurel. My dad lives in Upper Marlboro. Mm-hmm. He is constantly asking me to come out there, and I. But do you ever say no? No. And maybe I, you should. I feel bad. Like, no. a lot of times I don't want to say no. Like, I feel like... I said no at work today and I don't give a fuck. But you see, I care. But you have to only care so much. Like, literally, the way to get your confidence back and the way to get yourself back is to start having zero fucks. I promise you. I promise you. Because if you care about the fucking squirrel in the goddamn tree, you're going to lose yourself. <laughs> literally. Like... You actually have to shut it off and go, nope. Nope. It's wasting my energy. Literally. Like, you have to conserve your energy for what's important. And I think that's the hardest thing to do. But when you do, you will realize a complete change in your life. And you're going to be like, wow, nobody can touch me. Because I take respect for myself. I take respect for my family. I line up my priorities. And if you're not a priority, the answer is no. Yeah, because that, that extra time, like, I'm, I'm usually sitting there beating myself up over whatever it is my dad has asked me to do because I'm like, like, I love 
the days like there have been days that like like I told you like sometimes I go walk his dog yeah there have been days where I just didn't go walk the dog like I let her fend for herself she doesn't need me because the days that I haven't gone he can't even tell that I didn't go and let her right. out because she doesn't do anything she's older now so like she's about a year she's a year yeah. old now so I'm like I think she's learned that she you know she has to hold it till you get home yeah he cares so much about her well-being and I'm like maybe you shouldn't have gotten a dog or just be honest like hey I can do it two days out of the week that's it I mean I'm the person and I know we've had different pasts of growing up but I'm the person that will tell you like it is I don't care if you're my mom because I've told my mom straight Mm -hmm. up I don't care if you are my mother-in-law I will tell you straight up Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're my boss my child my husband my aunt I don't care who you are Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you straight up because I don't want to create this war inside of myself with with trying to keep the peace on the outside, you know? I feel like that's that might be what's going on here. Like, I feel like I might be, because I feel like I'm wearing myself out so thin that the things that I want to do for myself, I haven't been, like, um, like, you know, you know I do YouTube videos, right? Yeah. I was telling Dale the other day, I was like, I haven't filmed anything in two weeks. Anything so because it's either I'm so tired or I'm giving so much time into something that somebody else wants me to do that by the time I get around to myself, I, I don't have the energy. And then on top of that, I've been feeling sad because I'm like, the things that I want to work on for me, I can't because I'm working on everything else for everyone else. So yeah. anything that has to do with me, I can't do it. And my parents are like famous for guilt tripping guilt tripping me and sometimes I think it's also like like my brother is in the military so he's not here and my brother also shuts people down a lot quicker like my brother has like with most of my family he doesn't really talk to them he he would rather just like do his own thing and I feel like they kind of leave him to it because I don't know if it's because it's because he's a boy or what the case is but he can pretty much just be like, you know what, I don't fuck with nobody, I'm out. <laughs> Whereas with me, if I'm like, I don't fuck no- with nobody, they're like, oh, why? And then, yeah. and then also I think of like the relationships with other people and the kids. I, like, I feel like just because I don't bang with you, if you're someone like of importance in our lives, like, you know, grandparents or certain relatives, I'm like, even if I don't particularly care for you right now I feel like you should still have a relationship with the girls so I think when it comes to stuff like that my family is more like oh well Leandra let's talk about this see what's wrong with you whereas with my brother when he's like oh fuck all y'all they're just kind of like oh okay I think that's just the way the stigma goes for men and women too yeah you know like unfortunately that's just the way it rides and we need to change it because my parents don't really I don't want to I don't want to say that they don't care because I know they care, but they are not as like, oh, you know, like with my brother, they're not as like, hey, come on. Like, they're not like that with him as much as they are with me. And even when he comes home, like both of us are here, they will still ask me before they ask him. But you're and also I, the oldest. I'm also the oldest. And I also feel like I've, 
I've also like built this reputation of being the more responsible one. Yeah. Like I always feel like if something happened to my parents, both of them would probably lean more towards me taking care of everything afterwards. Yeah. Just because like I mean, it's a joke that we all would make. Like, if my parents left us money, like, my mom and dad always joke, like, oh, if if we leave it to your brother, you ain't getting in. You're not getting your half. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't. Like, I, he might give me a cut, but he wouldn't <laughs> give me my half half. Like, he'd be like, oh, it's 100000 Here's 10000 Yeah. Well, I mean, I think as a whole, women carry a lot more weight. Emotional, yeah. dude. Weren't you the one that said Yeah, I was talking weight? about the emotional labor. Yeah. It was an article. Actually, did I send it to you? You were telling me about it. Yeah, I was saying women carry, uh, women, moms mostly, carry the emotional, um, it's emotional labor. We take the brunt of everything, not just, you know, how our family's feeling. We, what they say, emotional labor, that means like our brains are constantly on you know doctor's appointments birthday parties whose birthday is next what's the next thing coming what does each person in this household need like you go into the like I go to the store and I'm not only am I trying to remember oh do the kids have soap does my husband need soap our kids don't even have soap right now It's true. They haven't like had you, soap in a while. You think about all of that, whereas, like, dads don't think of that stuff. Right. Like, they, like there, there have been countless times where Dale has, like, gone to the store or gone somewhere and gotten only the things that he's needed. And I'm like, it never crossed your mind to call or see if I needed something or if the kids needed something. But that just wasn't something that went on in his head. And when I read that article about the emotional labor... When I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, that's that's me to a T. Like, your brain is literally constantly worried about what's going on, not only yeah. with yourself and what you need, but what your husband needs, your kids needs, what is coming up next, who else is hurt. Like, oh, someone died, let me make sure my husband's okay, but at the same time, not neglect my kids. Like, your brain is constantly on the go, whereas everyone else, and you could probably vouch for this for before you had kids and a husband, you only have to worry about yourself. Yeah. Like, it's only like, oh, I'm sad, I need this, I need that. Whereas, like, now it's like you are responsible for the emotional well-being of your husband and your children. And that's a lot of fucking weight, including yourself. Including yourself. And I feel like we don't get put first. And it's like, this goes back to self-care and oxygen masks. You gotta put it on yourself first in order to get everything else done. Obviously not all the time. Like, you have to put yourself second to put your kids first, right? Like, this week, Colby had um, diarrhea and stuff, so I didn't hesitate to keep him home, which meant that I was putting myself second to the work, to my regular work, to this, to that, you know? Um... It's like everything gets put behind. Right. But I feel like you still need to be able to take ownership for yourself and accountability and say, nope, I'm going to get what I need done for myself. Because if not, you literally will bury your own grave. Literally. Yeah. And I've had numerous breakdowns. I mean, I told you, 2018 was a tough year. And it's like you always feel like you're, you're trying to hold it in. Like, I know that I feel like that a lot. A lot of times I feel like my emotions are like this little bubble that I am, like, pushing down and down and down because I'm taking everybody else's feelings and what they need and, 
you know, like, I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't want anyone else to be upset. And I feel like I'm taking all that on. And my little bubble is, like, underneath it all. And it's going to pop. It's going to. It's, it's going to. Because there's no other way. Like, pressure will naturally build that it's going to pop. And I popped numerous times. And I kept crying for help. I was like, I need help. I can't take care of all the kids in the morning and get ready for school and get to work and then get home, take care of them, get dinner, do all these things. And I kept saying, I need help, I need help, I need help. And then one day I just popped and I was like crying to myself. And I still remember Chris had just come home from happy hour because when he worked when we were living in suburbia, he was working in the city, and he was able to go to happy hour in the city and then drive back. The fucking took until 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, this is absurdity, number one. <laughs> number two, I will fucking kill you right now if I have to. Like, I don't mind being the wife in the newspaper that murdered her husband because she was so fucking angry. Yeah. <laughs> so Now I understand those wives. Right. So he came home, and he was eating Burger King on our couch, and our kids were sleeping, and I was sitting there, like, sobbing to him. Like, I can't take all the pressure and all of the things I have to do right now. Homeboy fucking fell asleep. What? He fell asleep eating his burger. I can laugh about it now. We've joked about it. But I'm sure at that time it at was the not time funny. it was not fucking funny. And I wanted to smack him in his face. I wanted to throw the clicker at his head. I wanted to do a lot of fucking shit. But instead, I walked away and I just went into our basement and I cried by myself. It was the best thing ever. Like the fact that I was able to take time for myself and cry, it felt so good. Like finally, right? But like all of it building up did not feel good. But the release felt great. And after that, I was like, okay, nobody's going to help me. Not even my husband's going to help me. Literally. I have to do this myself. I have to figure out a new way to get the kids and figure it out. Because I had begged numerous times. Mm -hmm. But nothing was going to change because it's not as if Chris's work was going to be like, yeah, sure, here's your husband <laughs> for an extra fucking five hours in the day to help you. Like, yeah. I got down to the logic and I was like, logically... Chris cannot help me in the morning because he has to leave at 6.30 to beat rush hour to get to the city to, for his job. Yeah. So that leaves me to get the kids and get everything together. But what can happen is that he can make the lunches at night, right? Or what can happen is that he can come home right after work, you know? At the end of the day, it came down to me, and I said, I need to get myself right for the kids, for our family. I need to figure this out. Stop complaining. Fucking be a big girl. Put your pants on and do it. And everything changed. Also, I said, Christopher, we are not living this life anymore. We are fucking moving to the city, so your commute is five minutes, not an hour. Now we live in the city. Like, I problem-solved everything so that life was easier for me at the end of the day. And it worked. Well, I don't know how I'm going to figure all that out, but I guess that is something that I can work on. But um, this was a little bit of a different episode, so you all can make comments on our Instagram, mommyglasses underscore. And until next time, we will talk more on the next podcast. Signing out. Bye. See you later.